Before we get started, I wanted to say a quick thank you to Annunciation Designs for sponsoring today's episode. Purchase the perfect Christmas gift for your Catholic friends and each member of your family at AnnunciationDesigns.com. This is Diapers and Disciples, episode 88. We're talking about living out the Great Commission as a family. Amber's always mouthing the words, I should say. So I, I shouldn't look at you when I do it. I know, yeah. yeah. I'll stop. Okay. Um, and today, we're talking about the best sex life ever. Who are we, first of all? We're Amber and Cameron O'Hearn. Is that what? Yes. Okay. And Amber, why did we title this episode Best Sex Life Ever? Because whenever a podcast that I'm subscribed to releases an episode about the rosary, I never download it. <laughs> gotcha! It's about the rosary. But don't don't stop don't, the episode. Don't turn it don't off. Don't you right? dare. This we have such it's such good content ready for you, planned for you. We've done our research. We're ready to encourage you. And if you stick around to the end, there's a twist ending. So even if you are hearing now that this episode is going to be about the rosary and you're like, I'm not going to listen to it, please listen to it because I think you'll enjoy it. I think I hear our audience screaming and crying. (laughs) So Faustina is joining us for this episode. So there's going to be little tiny noises in the background. But I want to share with our listeners that in the next few weeks, we're going to get some new podcast equipment, some new mics. Um, thank you to our patrons who made it possible. We ordered some mics. We're going to sound super crisp and clear. Um, it's going to be wonderful. So, Amber, I have yes. a question. Hopefully I have an answer. Okay. So families are busy, right? Yes. So here's what I believe. You tell me if I'm right or wrong. Okay. Family should do what works best for them. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily. Well, I've heard... So what we've heard from time to time in Catholic circles is this idea that like find what works best for you and stick to it, which is good advice generally about yes. most things. Yes. Um, but what tends to happen is the most important things get set aside mm-hmm. for what you think works for you. So we're inviting you to to have an open mind for this episode and to just like consider maybe what's best for you versus what you think works for you and there's a subtle distinction between like what you enjoy or what you find quote-unquote fruit in doing like spiritual fruit peace and joy and what might be best for you so um quick story you know i grew up doing the catholic devotionals thing Mass on Sundays, rosary a lot of the nights. <laughs> Faustina, so noisy. Um, and it was great. Uh, looking back on it, I'm really grateful for it. Um, my mom would make my dad make us pray the rosary. And uh, it was great. But, I mean, it was kind of like a bunch, piling up a bunch of devotionals. And that's what made us Catholic. When me and Amber came to Net Ministries our wonderful discovery was like devotion to Jesus is more important than these devotionals you have. These devotionals 
should serve your devotion to Jesus. They should inform and inspire your devotion to Jesus. Um, so we learned like how to pray on that and are eternally grateful for learning how to have a personal relationship with Jesus, like a really, you know, conversational relationship with Jesus. And what happened in our marriage thereafter was we just didn't have time for everything for like these, these like devotionals. So I'm just going to list like when I say devotionals, here's like what comes to mind. What devotionals make up Catholicism? Like if you're Catholic, what does that mean? Um, not eating meat on Fridays in Lent, wearing a scapular, genuflecting, praying the rosary, praying novenas, doing the sign of the cross, joining Knights of Columbus, reading about saints, using holy water, um, attending like religious sites, um, helping at a soup kitchen. What did you just say? Pilgrimages. That's Pil the same yeah, thing. pilgrimages. Stations of the cross. Venerating relics, uh, singing in the choir, volunteering at church, praying the Angelus, wearing medals, doing the holy hour, visiting yeah, visiting shrines, religious places. So you literally do not have time to do all those. It's impossible. So if all of those are equal and are commanding the same amount of attention from you, then it's impossible to be Catholic. But what what we want to put forward is these are not all equal. So yes, devotion to Jesus is the most important thing, but also consider like what devotionals are more important than other devotionals. Mm -hmm. So we were just too busy for the rosary, right? Um, so what, it, what our evenings looked like where we would, ha Cameron would get home from work, we'd have dinner together as a family and then Cameron was in school at the time so then he would go up to study I'd put our eldest down to bed and that was kind of our evening yeah and sometimes we prayed the rosary but it felt more like doing something until we wouldn't feel guilty about it like doing something because it was a good thing this seems yeah. like a good thing to do yeah. so we should try and and we felt good about ourselves yeah. afterwards but it was so inconsistent yeah. um, until we uh, came to our most recent parish and our, our pastor in many of his homilies would say, um, you need to be praying the rosary. I know, I know you're already praying the rosary and, and like your holy families. And, and we were sitting there in the pews like, we don't do that. <laughs> and uh, we said, we want to be the parishioners our pastor thinks we are. Yeah. Because <laughs> he, he just had the most optimistic, like, view of his parishioners. And we so were living up to it. So. Yeah. So during Lent that year, we said, we're going to start praying the daily rosary yep. as a family. Um, and what we want to put forward is that the rosary is... The rosary is an important devotion for every single Catholic family. Yeah, she's kind of sleepy. Okay. So I should just do dad jokes for the next 15 minutes? Yeah, or you can pause. Oh, we can pause it. Back. Okay. So we think that every family should strive to pray the rosary daily. Do you want to say anything about that? Do we do this? No. We try yes. to. And when we do it, it doesn't look very nice or right. saintly. The powerful thing about the rosary, um, or the thing that we didn't understand at first was that 
You can't judge the effectiveness of a prayer by how it makes you feel. Mm. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, doing personal prayer, sometimes you can feel very, like, connected with God or, like, he's, his, he's speaking really clearly to you. Other times you don't feel that. And most times when I pray the rosary, I don't feel like this deep connection with God. Right. I don't even feel like a lot of clarity about my life. I think part of that is because when we pray the rosary, it's usually just like a circus. Like mm. it's it's really hard to focus. Yeah. So for us, it feels a lot like getting through the rosary. Yeah. And there's there's some truth to that because because the rosary is vocal prayer and intercessory prayer. It's prayer that I've heard it said that it's not prayer to be enjoyed, but it's prayer to be accomplished. Mm. And like. When you get done praying the rosary, just know that you've done the prayer that has been recommended to you by the church and by so many saints. Yes. And you've done it. And you've prayed for these intentions. And even if you can't see it or feel it, uh, it has made a big impact. Hmm. So what are the saints saying about it? So, um, yeah, let's get into that. Normally we, we, uh, you know, we have like... At the very end of the episode, we'll have like one quote from scripture or like a couple quotes from saints. Today, we have just a litany. Because we want to convince you. Devotional pun. (laughs) Devotional pun. We have a litany of quotes. Because we want to convince you that the rosary is an essential part of this. This isn't just two like Catholic podcasters giving an opinion. This is us just like pointing to the saints that have gone before us. Like imagine if you, like your spiritual director or just like a really holy priest or someone you you trusted to lead you to God, if they said you, insert your name here, should pray the rosary, you would probably pray the rosary. Now imagine that person had recently died and was canonized a saint. You're like, oh my gosh, my spiritual director was canonized as saying, you know what he said to me once? You should pray the rosary. Yeah. You would not quit praying the rosary. Now multiply that by a hundred. Yeah. If you had so many saints who have gone before you, if you had the church that has gone before you and said, pray the rosary, and this is why. That's why we're spending so much time pointing at saints and, and, and the church's teaching on it. Right. Yeah, and if we have time, I can get into a little bit more fleshing it out. But this is, I I don't know a lot about the history of the rosary. So I was like learning, just preparing for the episode. Um, so it goes back to the 13th century with St. Dominic. And the Blessed Lady, Blessed Mother appeared to him and basically gave him the devotion to, of the rosary. And this is what she said. She said... Do you know which weapon the Blessed Trinity wants to use to reform the world? I want you to know that in this kind of warfare, the battering ram has always been the angelic psalter, which is Hail Mary, full of grace. Mm. You know, the, the angelic psalter to Mary. The battering ram has always been the angelic psalter, which is the foundation stone of the New Testament. Mm. (laughs) is that a battering ram over there i hear the battering ram therefore if you want to reach these hardened souls and win them over to god 
Preach My Psalter, composed of 150 angelic salutations and 15 Our Fathers, and you will obtain you will obtain an abundant harvest. Can we just call you the battering ram for the rest of this episode? What are you doing over there? <laughs> She's so funny. She's uh, putting on these, headset. Uh, this headset. It's like she knows how to put it on. Yeah. So 150 Hail Marys and 15 Our Fathers, that would be praying the three mysteries. Not mysteries, three, uh, like the uh, joyful, sorrowful. sorrowful, and glorious mysteries. So if you Got did all it. those, that's the hundred where the 150 and Okay. And the reason why it says it's the foundation stone of the New Testament, if you think of it this way, the very first um, prayer, Christian prayer, was Hail Mary, full oh. of grace. Oh, yeah. Because that's, that's where it began. The foundation stone of the New Testament was Mary saying yes and the incarnation of the mm. Son of God. Wow, yeah. So when we pray the rosary, we're repeating just, we're going back to the beginning. This isn't a prayer that like you're like you thought of or that like this cool blogger or this like, you know, uh, this isn't just a passing like um, devotion. This isn't just a passing fad. This is the foundation stone of the New Testament. So that's like the quote to kind of lead us off. Then I want to just go rapid fire through what the saints have said. Yeah. Okay, let's let's, hear it. let's do this. Ready? Got our battering ram. You got your coffee. Do you got your coffee? <laughs> no, I drink okay. it Okay, I'm going to take a sip. So St. Dominic says after this uh, encounter with Our Lady, he said, One day through the rosary and the scapular, Our Lady will save the world. Mm. St. Francis de Sales in the 17th century said, The greatest method, the greatest method of praying is to pray the rosary. Okay, St. Louis, Louis de Montfort said, <laughs> this, is, this is so intense. Even if you are on the brink of damnation, even if you have one foot in hell, even if you have sold your soul to the devil as sorcerers, sorcerers do who practice black magic, even if you are a heretic as obstinate as a devil, sooner or later you will be converted and will amend your life, and will save your soul. If, and mark well what I say, if you say the Holy Rosary devoutly every day until death, for the purpose of knowing the truth and obtaining contrition and pardon for your sins. Wow, that's intense. <laughs> okay, Louis de Montfort, 17th century. And then we have St. Pio of Petrolcina, Padre Pio, saying, Go to the Madonna. Love her. Always say the rosary. Say it well. Say it as often as you can. Be souls of prayer. Never tire of praying. It is what is essential. Prayer shakes the heart of God. St. Jose Maria Escriva. Say the holy rosary. Blessed be that monotony of Hail Marys, which purifies the monotony of your sins. Mm, I love that one. And then Venerable Fulton Sheen. The power of the rosary is beyond description. So if you're like, ah, these descriptions aren't doing it for me. You know, one <laughs> foot in hell, being a sorcerer, 
Um, just take Fulton Sheen's word for it. Like, it's beyond description. Just right. do it. It's powerful. Mm. Hi, friends. Just wanted to take a quick break to tell you about today's sponsor, Annunciation Designs. I'm going to mention a few people who might be on your shopping list and the perfect gift you can find for them at Annunciation Designs. For the women listening, your husband. Check out the Escriva mug. It's a stoneware mug and it's hand-dipped, so no two are exactly alike. The quote on the mug is from St. Jose Maria Escriva. To begin is easy, to persevere is sanctity. For the men listening, your wife. Four hours where you take all the kids and she goes to a coffee shop. And an Annunciation Designs gift card. For your sister or sister-in-law, the St. Gold sweatshirt in plum is gorgeous, comfortable, and perfect for the winter. For your new niece or nephew, check out one of the hand-lettered baby swaddles. They are beautiful and feature our Blessed Mother, Guardian Angels, and saints like Maximilian Kolbe, St. Benedict, and Pierre Giorgio Frassati. For your kids, the Wanderlust Catholic a subscription letter service that sends your kids a hand-lettered and illustrated note that features a beautiful element of our faith, apparition sites, saint hometowns, local traditions, and more. It's like a pilgrimage in your living room. And if your kids love getting mail as much as ours do, it'll be a hit. Sign up for just $6 a month at AnnunciationDesigns.com. Use the coupon code DIAPERS15 for 15% off your first three months. And check out all the items I mentioned at AnnunciationDesigns.com. The shop closes for Christmas on December 15th. All right. Now, private revelation. So this is the, you know, you don't have to believe this, but like it's converging and convincing arguments. Like if, if you have a lot of them, they're from a lot of different places of Our Lady speaking to these saints and saying the same thing over and over again. We should probably do it. So, private revelation, Our Lady to St. Mactilde. I, I don't know how to pronounce it. She said, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. No creature has ever said anything that was more pleasing to me, nor will anyone ever be able to find or say to me anything that pleases me more. Wow. Because that's like, once again, the bedrock. Mm. That's like what began her adventure theotokos mother of god like the hinge of salvation was that moment okay um our lady to blessed alan de la roche i don't know how to pronounce that after the holy sacrifice of the mass there is nothing in the church that i love as much as the rosary and then also just as a summary in every single message monthly message to the children of fatima the Blessed Mother asked the children and the world to praise the rosary every day. Mm. And the Fatima is an approved apparition of the church. And then in summary, S- Sister Lucy, uh, Lucia, who was the seer, at, one of the seers at Fatima said, There is no problem, I tell you, no matter how difficult it is, that we cannot resolve by the power, prayer of the Holy Rosary. Okay. Even with just that, like... What of those other devotions? You know, we mentioned the sacrifice of the mass. That's, of course, that's like the foundation. But of those other devotions, would any of them have as much universal or powerful appeal from saints and here's what I, Here's one that comes to mind. Eucharistic adoration. Yes. Which, does that, is that kind of, cone, that kind well, of goes with the mass? 
Eucharistic devotion or no. Yeah, I'm not I'm not quite sure I and it's hard to say like where they would fall mm-hmm. like as if there's a hierarchy cuz I mean from what we just read, you know, next to the holy mass is the rosary. Mm. So at least we know what the first thing is. Right. <laughs> um but St. Peter Julian Amard said that every single person should have devotion to the Eucharist Mm -hmm. simply because the Eucharist is Jesus. Yeah. So it's just like, it kind of, in a sense, goes without saying it's similar to the mass. It's like, you know, what, what relationship is most important to me? Mm -hmm. My, my spouse, my spouse goes without saying, it's just like, of course, Mm -hmm. we're not talking about besides your spouse and your kids. Like what, what relationships are more important, most important to you? So another one that comes to mind then besides those is liturgy of the hours. Mm Mm-hmm. Talk to me about that. Let's talk about that. So this is something I just learned was uh, a common uh, title of the rosary is the layman's breviary. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is because, you know, in monastic tradition, and this is taken from Jewish tradition, is they would pray all 150 psalms. I don't know how long it takes to pray all 150, you know, days and days and days. But they like repeat repeatedly pray 150 psalms like over the course of a year after our lady appeared to saint dominic actually it was even before that it was like in the in the uh church fathers in the early church there was devotions of just praying (laughs) faustina what are you grabbing praying the angelic salutation hail mary the lord is with thee and that devotion was attached to the monks, after they'd pray their, like, each of their prayers, like Vespers, Compline, they would attach that prayer to the end. So it was like, it was connected. But then after the St. Dominic apparition, the rosary became known as the layman's breviary because it was a way for us to pray constantly. Like in the same way that, that monks and priests and religious need need the liturgy the hours to kind of like cement them to to build their life around prayer instead of trying to fit prayer in like to put prayer foot first in the same way that liturgy hours helps them put prayer first and build their life around prayer the rosary like helps us pray constantly and build our life around prayer so it's the layman's breviary so it's like if we're talking about like a hierarchy of course devotion to the actual living presence of Jesus. Mm. Next to that, liturgy hours and the rosary. Because we're not monks, we're not going to pray all of the liturgy hours like throughout the day and pray every three hours and pray constantly in that way. So we have the rosary. And that's why it's so important. It's Mm. not just like rosary is one devotion among many. It's like, this is the capstone. This is like, the fundamental thing right. that's recommended to us. Right. So if people are listening now and are thinking, okay, I'm sold. I want to start praying the rosary. But they just cannot fathom what that looks like with all their kids like, <laughs> running around. They've never done it before. Like all of a sudden starting, like putting something in their routine yeah. that's so... Yep. I would say just violent, violently insert it. <laughs> just like put it, do it. And what it's going to look like is like maybe you're doing it while you're like putting the kids to bed. You're just saying it out loud 
and it's not pretty. It's not fun. It's not easy. Again, and maybe don't expect your kids to be sitting there praying with you. Because our kids don't. Yeah. We're we're still getting them to the point where they can like sit still for... Like a decade? Well, yeah, they can't even sit still for like a full Hail Mary, but at least they're like (laughs) in the vicinity for a decade. But that's as far as we've gotten. They're not praying an entire rosary with us. But we do it. Mm -hmm. Like we almost we try strive most days to do it we're, we haven't done it every day but yeah i would just say just start doing it because it's like like our experience has been it's just it's just really hard the kids are crazy but you're doing it if you're in the car with your family that's a great time yeah. to do it it's a prayer to be accomplished not enjoyed so just just do it nike um did you want to say anything else about that like what no, some... I think I think that that because I'm I think so noisy over there. Can I give you something quieter to play with? Because I think that's going to be the feedback. Like I can imagine myself listening to this episode and thinking, like, okay, I thought I was going to listen to this episode and it was going to be about my best <laughs> sex life, and now it's about the rosary, and I like this can't even. <laughs> and I okay, I hear what you're saying, but I can't even imagine like putting it in. But what you're saying is you just got to. Do it. You Just think. do it. Yeah. And don't expect so it to too. look a certain way. I think so too. And I think it's okay. I don't know how you feel about this, but I would say I think it's okay to start with like as much as you can. Like you start praying the rosary. If you get two decades done the first time you try it, it's like great because well, yeah. you're trying to pray the rosary. Agree. Like sometimes we'll be like coming home late from something and the kids are all asleep and we're tired. And we're only like three decades in or four decades in. We don't have to be scrupulous to the point of like, we're going to get the kids inside. They're going to be tired. We're going to make them like sit up and pray with us. We're going to finish. It's like we strove to pray the rosary today. (laughs) So I would say sit down and try to pray the entire rosary. Like be determined to do it. But if it doesn't happen, be okay with that. That's great. Okay. And now I'm thinking maybe... This is someone's family dynamic. The mom prays the rosary with the kids during the day because the dad works long hours. But what do you think about that? Because, well, let me just leave it to you. What do you think about that? Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to go back to the time in our life when I was working and then studying at night. And like what we would have said then is we don't have time. Okay. Can you find 15 minutes in your day? If you can find 15 minutes for Netflix, what's going on? Right. Right? Are we building? You're so noisy. (laughs) Are we building our lives around prayer or building prayer around our lives? Yes. So a dad's working long hours, gets home, dinner, and it's like, okay, now it's time to get the kids down. Brushing teeth, saying the rosary together. Yeah. 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 Start doing it. Yeah. Saying it out loud. If your wife is stressed out and needs to clean while you pray, do that. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't look very nice. And here's the thing, this is the starting point. Mm-hmm. This is just like strive to pray the rosary every day. And we're not experts at it, and it looks crazy for us. One day we're gonna get to a point and we've seen changes in our kids. Where they have been like sitting for a whole decade, right. praying the prayers, like memorizing the prayers. Right. One day, we're going to be sitting together as a family, 
praying an entire rosary together as a family, being able to meditate on the rosary as a family. Yes. That's the that's the goal. Yeah, that's I awesome. Mean, yeah, we'll and we'll get there. Like you said, it's getting our kids are getting more used to it and more familiar with the prayers and it does get better and easier. Yes. So now I want to end with just uh, the quotes from church teaching. Okay. So like in the past... So that was just the saints. That was just what saints, the saints are saying and like it. private revelation. Okay. This is like, hey, are you even Catholic? <laughs> okay, let's hear it. <laughs> so um, Pope St. Pius V in an encyclical basically said... He said what the rosary was and then encouraged people to pray it. So he says, this is the rosary. I want every Catholic to pray it. Um, and there's a beautiful quote that goes along with that. He says, God bless you. He says, the church militant, which is tossed this way and that by so many heresies and is grievously troubled and afflicted by so many wars and by the depraved morals of men, we also raise our eyes weeping but full of hope unto that same mountain yeah whence every aid comes forth and we encourage and admonish each member of christ's faithful to do likewise in the lord so this is about the rosary he was Mm -hmm. talking about and the church militant meaning us us on earth not the church in purgatory and not the church in triumphant in heaven okay so now pope leo the 13th in another encyclical called October Mens, which is on the rosary, he says that it was by the express command and counsel of the heavenly queen that the devotion to the rosary was begun and spread by St. Dominic as a most powerful weapon against the enemies of the faith. Um, and then Pope Leo XIII had another encyclical, Laetitia Sancte, in 1893, and he, this is so cool. Like, this is the good news of the rosary. This isn't just something you have to do to feel Catholic. There's so many benefits that come from saying the rosary. So he, he, he proposed in his encyclical three, three problems in modern society and how the rosary solves them. Okay, number one, the distaste for simple labor which characterizes the industrial age and it must yield to the salutary precepts of the joyful mysteries. So the joyful mysteries help us um, in our labor. Like we're Mm -hmm. tired from work and all our obligations. Like praying the joyful mysteries makes them joyful. Mm. Okay, number two, the repugnance for suffering, which is endemic which means like spread far and wide. The repugnance for suffering endemic to a pleasure motivated society must be overcome by living the sorrowful mysteries. Mm, that's good. Peter Crave said, we live in a nation of feeling fondlers. <laughs> We're so, yeah. we, instead of saying, I think dot, 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 we say, I feel. And we judge our happiness by how we feel, which makes sense. But Every other ancient society would judge happiness by virtue. Mm. Are you able to live a virtuous life? That's happiness. Yeah. So stop feeling your feelings and overcome 
just this need to like feel a certain way by well, praying the sorrowful mysteries. It's okay to feel your feelings. Don't feel your feelings. Feel your think feelings. Think your thinks. <laughs> feel your feelings, but also think your thinks. Yeah, don't. It's okay to feel things. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we've, in this podcast, we've like come to this moment where we're like, this, <laughs> you know what? It's actually okay to feel your feelings. Why are you going on this rant? Yeah, I'm just saying we are. We, we focus on feelings, right? We focus yes. so much on feelings and feeling a certain way. And virtue is not front of mind. And suffering is like to be completely avoided, right? Yeah. Whereas in Lent and Advent, we invite suffering. Yeah, yeah. And suffering is redemptive. So that's what it's saying. It's just like... a. Pl- a pleasure-motivated society. We don't yeah. want to be pleasure-motivated. Right. Yes, he can feel your feelings. That's Mr. Rogers. He said that. <laughs> Mr. Rogers. Um, venerable Mr. Rogers. <laughs> um, okay, third. Sorry. So, joyful mysteries helps us joyfully work. Sorrowful mysteries helps us avoid pleasure-motivated society. Third, the lethal forgetfulness of a future life. What? What kind of... A phrase that's so cool. So if you forget the future, your death, like the life to come, the lethal forgetfulness of a future life must be dispelled by ordering all human endeavors to the glorious mysteries. So like the glorious mysteries help you think about end, the Mm. end of your life, the purpose of your life. Yeah. So joyful mysteries help you work well, joyfully in your duties. Sorrowful mysteries help you Embrace suffering. Yep. Embrace suffering. Embrace the cross. Glorious mysteries help you think about the future and not forget your destiny. That's amazing. Yes. Okay. Rapid fire. These are a lot shorter. So Pope St. Pius X says, if you wish peace to reign in your homes, recite the family rosary. And then he said again, if there were one million families praying the rosary every day, the entire world would be saved. Mm. I want to say that one again. If there were just one million families praying the rosary every day, the entire world would be saved. Wow. The entire world. Yeah, that's amazing. Again, Pope Saint Pope Pius XI uh, kind of taking the mantle from Pope St. Pius X, says, if you desire peace in your hearts, in your homes, in your country, assemble each evening to recite the rosary. Let not even one day pass without saying it, no matter how burdened you may, you may be with many cares and labors. Lastly, Venerable Pope Pius XII says, there is no surer means of calling down God's blessings upon the family than the daily recitation of the rosary. No surer means. Surer is one of those words that's kind of like brewery. Yeah. Or what was the other? Rural? Rural. Wow. Is there a more surer brewery in a rural area? I think we'll just leave it with that. I mean, I can't imagine. You know what? We invite your questions disagree with us tell us why uh we'd love to continue the conversation if i came off too harsh i invite you to 
listen to what Amber said because she's a lot nicer than me. And um, today, pray the rosary. Mm-hmm. We haven't prayed the rosary yet today, but we're going to pick up our kids. We're going to be in the car. We're going to pray the rosary. Yes. We're going to do it. That's right. And we'll have an episode in the future about your best sex life. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you for listening all the way to the end. Uh, Let's say a quick prayer. Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, Amen. The first glorious mystery, the resurrection. (laughs) Mary, our mother, you've told us time and time again to pray the rosary. We pray for help. Pray that we can even want... To want to pray the rosary. Pray that we can have a renewal of mind so we can see uh, the rosary is important. Help us build our life around prayer instead of trying to fit prayer into our Mm. life. Um, Give us your Holy Spirit and teach us to pray. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Oh, epilogue. Epilogue. What do you want to talk about? Um, that girl was really loud. Yeah. Do you think people care? Uh, yes. <laughs> well, here's the thing. We like double hit them because it's like, oh, it's not about the episode. It's not about your best sex life, and we're gonna have a baby making a ton of noise. And Cameron's just to remind just you, hit you with a thousand quotes. <laughs> Is that all about fun and games and sex? <laughs> Babies are hard work and they make a lot of noise. You know what? The key to your best sex life is praying the rosary. Would you say that? <laughs> yeah. The best sex life ever begins with a daily rosary. <laughs> Quoting you. Okay, quote turn me. That, I'm going to turn that into a social quote media me. square. <laughs> Karen oh, O'Hearn. Social media square? Is that what the kids are calling it? <laughs> I thought they called those memes. <laughs> no, the things where you like advertise, where you like share something, but it's like a block. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not necessarily funny like a meme, but it's like Oh, a, it's like a quote with like a gradient behind it. Yeah. Like a rainbow gradient. Right, exactly. Cool. So put a rainbow gradient on there <laughs> and put the text that the best sex life ever begins with a daily rosary. Yes. Quote me, Cameron O'Hearn, associate producer to Diapers and Disciples podcast. I'm quoting you. <laughs>